Good evening, and welcome to the Independent News Hour. I'm your host, John Tarleton, editor-in-chief of the Independent, New York City's lefty newspaper and website. We're online at independent.org, I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-E-N-T dot O-R-G. You can also find our beautiful May print edition across the city in our red and white news boxes and in more than 60 public libraries, as well as independent bookstores, cafes, social movement centers, and other venues. It's great to be with you here on 99.5 FM and streaming on WBAI.org. We have a full show today. In our first segment, we'll speak with Assemblymember Marcella Matanez and housing justice organizer Rodrigo Camarena about renewed efforts to win sweeping affordable housing legislation in Albany this spring. And we'll also hear from them about a big march and rally here in New York City this Saturday to amplify those demands. Later, we'll hear from Betsy Plum of the Writers Alliance about the fight for a a better uh, mass transit system here in New York. Uh, uh, The state recently allocated hundreds of millions of dollars in new funding uh, for the subway and bus system here in the city. So that's some exciting news uh, Betsy's going to fill us in on. And later in the show, my colleague, from the Independent, Amba Gagarian, will be talking with Kimberly Bernard of Black Women's March about the recent protest for justice for Jordan Neely and why protest organizers took risks like protesting on the subway tracks. But first, we turn to the struggle for affordable housing. As we all know, the rent is not only too damn high, but it's going through the roof. Not that our top political leaders seem to notice. In Albany, Governor Kathy Hochul has refused to support good cause eviction uh, laws and other measures to protect tenants. And here in the city, the Rent Guidelines Board, appointed by Mayor Eric Adams, is weighing whether to increase rents by as much as 7% over the next two years for the roughly 1 million rent-stabilized apartments in the city. On Saturday, the Housing Justice for All Coalition, which encompasses dozens of groups, will be holding a rent is too damn high rally and march at Cadman Plaza in Brooklyn starting at 11 a.m. Joining me today to discuss this are Assembly Member Marcella Matanez, whose 51st district encompasses Sunset Park and Red Hook, and Rodrigo Camarena, an organizing committee member of the NYC DSA Housing Working Group. Welcome, both of you, to WBAI Radio. Thank you so much for having me. And great seeing you, uh, Rodrigo. Yeah, so good to be here, John. So good to be here with you, Marcela. Yes. So, uh, Assemblymember Matanias, let's uh, start with you. Uh, can, can you give us an update on where things stand in Albany at this point uh, in the efforts to win uh, a sweeping affordable housing uh, legislation? Uh, really, nothing uh, got into the the big state uh, budget deal that was concluded a couple of weeks ago. Can you uh, tell us what uh, you and other progressives and socialists are fighting for and why uh, progress has been stymied so far? Sure. Um, So we were working really hard to try and get the good cause into the budget because we know that it's, you know, something that was going to pass. We wanted to make sure that we were providing for renters in the state of New York. Um, unfortunately, the governor only wanted to talk about um, her housing compact, and that is really just to build. So she wasn't interested in in talking about tenant protections. And so that's when the conversations about um, housing stopped. 
uh, during the, the budget. And so the understanding was that we were going to deal with this after the budget. And so we've only got a couple of weeks left. And so I, along with other progressives, are actively talking to our colleagues, wanting to understand um, what are some of the issues that they have? What is it some of the priorities that they need to bring back to their districts? Um, and I think that what we're looking at is uh, trying to pass a package of bills by the end of session that would really begin to uh, break down some of the issues and some of the problems that we have. This is going to be something that, you know, uh, districts are very different. And so there's going to have to be compromise and um, everyone's going to need to kind of give in a little bit to get what what it is that they need. So that's what I'm focused on. That's what I'm working on. Uh, my top priority is the good cause eviction bill. Um, prior to coming into the assembly, I worked for about 10 years uh, just advocating and organizing, not just in, in my district, but citywide, statewide. And I've even organized uh, nationally on housing issues. And the one thing that constantly came over, which was very heartbreaking, were the fact that there are some tenants that live in what's called unregulated units. And so they don't have a right to a lease. Um, the landlord can arbitrarily decide how much the rent increase is going to be. And unfortunately, um, the landlord doesn't have to give a reason to evict these tenants, just has to go to housing court and ask the judge to return his property. And so in Sunset Park, we've had people that have been living in these types of housing for uh, 10, 15, some even 20 years and more. And maybe in the past it wasn't an issue, uh, but definitely now they are being priced out. They are being forced out. They are being evicted. And they don't understand because a lot of these tenants are good tenants. They're paying their rent every month. And so they don't understand why legally the landlord can just evict them. And so that's what we want to change. Um, it's going to bring basic tenant protections to tenants that don't currently have it now. If we can stabilize the rents, we can stabilize households and we can stabilize our communities and we can start working to making sure people um, can afford to stay here. I just uh, spoke. Um, we had a rally on Saturday. I was uh Speaking to the father, they have a small, um, they have a small school and they're this seeing is a rally their numbers. That you participated in in Sunset Park. Yes. I guess it's almost like a warm up rally for uh, this Saturday's rally in Cadman Plaza. Right. Because, uh, I have this power. I have this bully pulpit and I need to use it. So part of it was, you know, reporting back to the constituents in my community about what's happening, where the stall in all on Albany is. And that the fact that we have a governor who seems to think the solution to the housing problem is just to build. Nobody has time to wait for affordable housing to be built. We know that the affordable housing that's been built is not affordable to the people that really need it. Um, and they're getting priced out. And so this is my way of sounding the alarm. I'm letting folks know what's going on, what I'm working towards, right? And the good cause eviction bill is just one. There's also HAVP, which is a rental subsidy at the state level. And there's also a TOPA, the Tenants Opportunity to Purchase Act, which would allow tenants to be uh, have the right to bid on the property that they live in if and when the landlord decides to sell it. You know, uh, this would need fi financial assistance so the tenants can acquire the property. Um, but this would be a uh, huge in allowing folks to move from the working class to the middle class by being owners. It would help keep these uh, affordable units in the community as well. So there's 
various things that we can do. Um, unfortunately, the, the governor's just focused on, on building. Right. She wants to build mostly market rate housing and in the suburbs where there's resistance uh, there. Well, it's interesting, right? Um, what she wants to do is she wants to build and the folks upstate, uh, don't feel it's right for the state, um, to overreach on what the municipalities want, right? And I say that that's interesting because, um, those 10 years that I was organizing, I was educating tenants on, uh, legislation and who was passing legislation. And so there was a lot of trips that I did up to Albany. Um, but also, um, New York doesn't have home rule. And so a lot of the rent stabilization laws were gutted because there was support from upstate, uh, representatives who didn't have rent stabilization in the apartment, who didn't have anyone to hold them accountable, but they were able to help move the votes that were needed. And so we've seen some things, um, that have really started to gut. Um, rent stabilization, which is the largest affordable housing stock that we have. And so the 2019 was a really long fight to try to reverse some of those changes. Um, and it was a bittersweet victory in particular because we passed eight of the nine bills in that package. And the bill that wasn't passed was the good cause eviction bill. Right. And just, uh, I guess, one biographical detail for some of our listeners who may not know, I mean, your family immigrated from Peru when you were a child, and then later on, about uh, about 20 years ago, uh, your family was evicted from its uh, apartment, and so and you experienced that whole cycle of uh, displacement uh, yeah. and yourself. So and so you, was- I mean, you, you've walked the walk here. Yeah, the neighborhood was being gentrified. So that was a new term that I learned. Um, I lost, I got evicted from a run stabilized apartment that I shared with my family for over 30 years. Uh, we got a new landlord and within six months, he displaced half of the 35 unit building. We didn't understand what was happening. We were all scared. It was definitely a learning lesson for me. But at that time, I, you know, I just kept thinking, you know, I'm young, I can find another place, I can move on, I can figure it out. But then I thought about my neighbors, right? I thought about Flora, who was, you know, the old lady that lived on the first floor in the building in front of her, who raised her kids, was now, you know, living by herself. Uh, the landlord was very, very aggressive, harassing tenants. Um, and it's something that I've never experienced before. I talk about, you know, um, the anxiety that it creates when you're, you know, your work day is ending and you know you have to go home and you don't want to go home because that place doesn't feel safe anymore. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the landlord's going to show up, you know, and during my course of just working and trying to educate my neighbors, um, I ran across a lot of families that were experiencing the same trauma, right? I talk about um, a young lady that I met when she was 11 who uh, told me about uh, when the landlord would come uh, to her home. She knew it was a landlord by the way that she knocked, would barge in, scream and insult her parents uh, to the point where her little brother would run and hide under his bed. And then that hasn't changed. I had the um, I had the privilege of having the speaker come to my district at the beginning of the year. And I talked I took him to one of the last buildings that I was organizing, which was three eight unit buildings on 23rd Street 
whose owner had passed away and his adult children were coming around and collecting rent uh, from mostly uh, immigrant families that didn't speak English. And the kids were not paying the property taxes and the buildings were about to be foreclosed. Um, no one was paying, you know, the electric bill in the common areas. Um, and so their services were beginning to be shut off. And so um, I met a family there that had the same experience. They had a small child. And when the landlord came to the door, he would run and hide under his bed. And I couldn't believe that she was sharing that story because I had heard it so many years before. But this time the Speaker of the Assembly was there and was listening right directly from people that are being impacted. And so um, I'm very proud of the one house budget that the assembly did. Um, we worked really hard to get a lot of important things in there. Unfortunately, it didn't make its way out, um, but we are still continuing to talk. And, you know, I'm very appreciative that the speaker knows the importance of, you know, needing to pass um, some tenant protections. Now I, I've, I've heard before that something like maybe eight, 10, 12, members of the Democratic Caucus of the State Assembly are themselves uh, landlords uh, who own properties that would be affected by good cause eviction uh, law. Um, it, is that proving to be part of the obstacle as well, that some of your colleagues have a material interest in thwarting this? I've always felt like that was uh, the case that years when I was coming up here. Um, and then recently I learned that one of the members um, owns property and they're doing Airbnb. Um, and really those apartments should not be short term rentals. They can actually be monthly rentals for people that actually need them. So, um, obviously this is, you know, a business for them. And so I think at the end of the day, we have a responsibility to constituents to put them before profits. Right. And I, I want to uh, pivot over here to, uh, uh, Rodrigo Camarena advocate with, uh, uh New York City. Uh, Democratic Socialists of America, their housing working group. Uh, uh, Rodrigo, uh, can you talk about uh, uh, what you all have been doing and, and, and what your experience has been of trying to, uh, as a as an outsider, trying to move the needle in Albany? Sure. Thanks, uh, John. You know, like Marcela was saying, um, I've also experienced and, and, and uh, my neighbors have experienced the injustice that many of us live here in New York State, right? When it comes to housing and renting. Um, at the DSA, we're, we're coalition partners of the Housing Justice Working Group uh, for All Coalition and have, uh, you know, insisted on having our legislators, uh, back good cause eviction protections, back the housing voucher assistance program. We, we succeeded in getting our state senator, Andrew Gennardis, to, to support good cause eviction protection, but we have a long way to go. Uh, even though, you know, we've been successful in getting elected officials to change their mind. There are still many that don't think we need these uh, these protections, that tenants aren't hurting enough. And so what we're trying to do as as uh, as activists and advocates is, 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 is make the case to them, not just in Albany, but in the streets. And that's what May 20th is about. May 20th is about showing the power of the tenant movement. May 20th, uh, the march in, in, at, at Cotterman Plaza is about uh, demonstrating to elected officials uh, that the tenant movement is strong and powerful and that renters and New Yorkers are fed up with the status quo. We can't continue to try uh, to promise market-based long-term solutions for uh, immediate problems, problems that people are feeling in their communities, in the neighborhoods, in their buildings every day. So um, 
there's a lot of work to do and we're, we're hoping that people turn out this Saturday at Cadman Plaza to, to, to show to, you know, all those fancy people in Albany and in City Hall, um, that this is not going to go away. This is going to follow them and, uh, that, you know, the status quo is not, not good enough. Right. And can you also uh, comment on uh, what's going on at the rent guidelines board right now? The nine member body that decides each year how much uh, rents will go up for the roughly 960,000 rent stabilized apartments here in the city. Right. I mean, the rent guidelines board, again, a mayorally appointed board, completely undemocratic. I happen to have been a former public member of this board um, who <laughs> voted to, to, uh, to freeze rents and was kicked off the board subsequently because of that. Um, you know, voted to increase rents for rent stabilized units by as high as 7%, uh, which is unthinkable in a moment when, uh, food costs are so high, healthcare costs are so high, when, uh, rent, uh, more broadly is, has been on an increase. I think in the last two decades, we've seen the, li- the, har- the highest surges in rent in New York City. Um, it's unthinkable. You know, rent stabilized housing is meant to be uh, a protection. It's meant to f- offer stability in the household. It's meant to, make New York City uh, livable. Um, you mentioned the million units are impacted by this, by the decision of this board. That's 2 million individuals. That's, that's families. That's, that's our neighborhood. So, um, you know, while Albany is completely uh, broken when it comes to passing tenant protections, and we have good people like Marcella and others that are fighting for, for those protections in the city of New York, uh, the mayor, mayor, the mayor's appointed board is trying to, to make life harder for, for millions of New Yorkers. So I think the March on May 20th is really about, uh, the pain we're feeling at the city level, at the state level, at the household level, um, and the pain that many of us who work with, with tenants, who work with immigrant communities, who work with working class communities know, know very well. Right. And the, and the rent guidelines board final uh, decision will be made in, uh, late June. So this rally is a, a chance to try to influence uh, the discussion around that as well. Um, yeah. I have to go in a minute, but uh, uh, Assemblymember Matanias, I just had one more question for you. Uh, can you comment both on the the statewide scope of the Housing Justice for All Coalition and, and the difference it makes that there is now this downstate, upstate alliance of renters? Um, and also, to what extent does uh, in all the agitation and protest uh, of tenants uh, uh influence uh, the the conversations uh, behind closed doors in Albany. Uh, you've been on both sides of that uh, divide uh, now. Yeah, so I think it's uh, it's been a huge um, help to be able to join forces with um, upstate folks because a lot of times when you talked about housing issues or things with tenants, um, they were, they would refer it as, as to a downstate issue and it's not, right? Um, upstate has a bunch of unregulated units and upstate would benefit a lot more from having a uh, good cause eviction. Um, the movement has grown as the need for uh, better tenant protection has grown. And I think that, you know, a lot of tenants are scared. They feel alone. They don't understand what's going on. They don't realize like I did when I started that there are community organizations that actually help you with this, right? So part of it is educating yourself on the rights that you have as a, as a tenant, but also understanding the way our politics works, right? And so I think that, um, 
the marches and the rallies have been um, like alarms that we're, we're, we're sending out so that people understand that they are not alone, that they can also uh, join the movement and be part of the change, right? And I think that it's been a huge difference here in Albany to see the mass mobilization. I get super excited when they're coming up here um, because I used to be one of those tenants that came up and was curious and didn't understand the way government worked. And, you know, I learned a lot and our, our folks are really smart. They understand what's going on. You know, anytime we can tap into constituencies to then have them contact their elected officials and engage civically, um, I think is really important. And definitely, I feel like um, there's been a change. There's been a change, not just in uh, the mass mobilization, but it's also influenced who's running for office, right? I can see a difference where a lot of my colleagues are also renters, right? I have a colleague in the in the Senate who kind of has to move every year because she keeps, you know, finding these unregulated right. units. They don't want to renew it. And so she ends up having to move. So there's a lot more understanding of what's happening on the ground floor with tenants and the uh, some of the abuse and some of the harassment that they go. And I think that's really, really important okay. to bring to be part of, of the work that you're doing up here. Okay, well, we'll have to leave it there. But I think uh, both of you, Assemblymember Marcella Matenias, uh, Democratic Socialist, uh, represents the 51st District in Brooklyn in Sunset Park, Red Hook, and also uh, uh, Rodrigo Camarena uh, from the NYC DSA Housing uh, Working Group. Uh, we'll see both of you on Saturday out at uh, Cadman Plaza at the big uh, rally. Yes, Thanks. come out. Bring a friend. See you all. Yeah, excited to see you out there.